welcome back to the Crystal City. Just another tabletop role-playing actual play. There's a million of us on. We're no different, but... Oh, anyway! <laughs> a million on Vibe Tribe. Yes, but we are on the Vibe Tribe. We are the Vibe Tribe Productions. You can find us on social media as Vibe Tribe Productions on Twitter, TikTok, Instagram. You can also follow us on our website. I believe it's going to be VibeTribeProductions.com. Sure. Yeah. Uh, she is almost ready to go at the time of this recording. By the time you're listening, it'll be ready to go. Been working hard on that. As for me, I am your game master, Riku. You can find me on social media as Pup Riku or Puppy Riku. It all depends on what app you're using. You can also find me here on the Vibe Tribe during se Season 1. You can find me on Friday Night Fights and Furisato. And here on Season 2, you can find me also the Game Master for the Academy, as well as playing in Brave New Wild, Tavern Tales, and A Walk Among Gods. So make sure to check out all of our shows here on the Vibe Tribe. We have so many really fun experiments and really fun shows and podcasts, and some of us are lacking in sleep and need more caffeine. So while I actually drink some more caffeine, let's get into some of the introductions to our lovely cast of characters. And just like last time, I am just going to randomly pick, instead of going in any sort of order, Dakota, you're up first feel assaulted. Hey, I am Dakota Orishiro. I will be playing... Are we saying character names? Did we say character names in creation? Okay. I'm playing CL, who will be a fighter, eventually a rune knight. You can also find me playing in a variety of games, a Duskvale, The Academy, Call of the Deep, Tavern Tales. I think that's it. And you can also find me on Mondays over on ADH Ventures playing in Gods of Orlea Phase 2. Awesome. And next up, we have Sutfin. Hello, everybody. It's Sutfin. This campaign, we are going to take a mountain dwarf fighter known as Steve, just out and about and see what kind of trouble he can stir up. Outside of that, I'm in multiple other <clears throat> excuse me games we got running here. Social media-wise, find me either on as Cosmos Prefect or anything related to Parky.t. Fantastic. Next up, one of our newer members to the Vibe Tribe, Casey. Hi, everyone. I'm Casey. I am going... This is my first time with the Vibe Tribe, so welcome me. I am going to be playing a druid this round for my first game experience with all of you. Water Elemental Druid, which should be a lot of fun. You can find me also in Tavern Tales, which is... So I'm doing two things this first time around, so that should be a lot of fun. And... You can find me in the streets of Chicago, usually in some back alley somewhere. So meet you there. Yeah, that's how I met you. So, <laughs> oh my. Anyway, also one of our newer members to the Vibe Tribe, we have Josh. Yet another oh. Josh. <laughs> yes, yes. You can call me Josh H. If you need to distinguish me from the other two Joshes of Vibe Tribe, this is also my first time here with the other folks of Vibe Tribe. So I'm super excited. I am. I'm playing Kathira, a, a warforged clockwork sorcerer, and yeah, a mechanical person. And you can find me, oh, social media. You can find me on social media, basically YouTube at The Questing Cast, because I have another project. We haven't published anything at all, so you can go there and just look at the empty page. But we will be publishing a Savage Worlds 1920s inspired event whenever that's ready. Hopefully some people will go and watch it. Fantastic. We support the homies here. Up next is the mad lad himself, Mikey. <laughs> Why, thank you. 
some may call me a mad genius no but seriously hello everyone my name is mikey i am the founder of vibe tribe productions if it wasn't already established we got a lot going on i am running a lot of games and that's just games and that's not including all the other podcasts that are happening but if you want to go check those out, as Chris mentioned at the beginning, give us a follow all over the social medias at Vibe Tribe Production if you want to stay up to date and see all the craziness that unfolds. But for this game, I am in the player seat. I am excited to be playing Ambrose, an Eladrin cleric who will later multi-class into an Order of Scribes wizard. So I'm super excited to test this out. And I'm excited to see what kind of shenanigans and chaos we can get into. In the words of Trixie Mattel, I'm not here for a long time, but I am here for a good time. Yeah, fantastic. And finally, the bringer of chaos himself, Kilt. Hello, and good time of day to all of you listeners out there and viewers as well. I, of course, am the Kilt Man. You can find me on TikTok as KiltMan42 or on Twitter as Kilt underscore man. I highly... Don't recommend you follow me on Twitter, because that is garbage and slutty. Tonight, I play the Dish Pit Acolyte Sauté. My half-orc paladin, who is loves food, let's just say that. Elsewhere, besides here on Crystal City, you can always find me on our other game, uh, Walk Amongst Gods, where I play the portmaster michael portsmith another half-orc of mine. And um, I think that's everything. Let's go bring some chaos. Yes, it's time to bring the chaos to the multiple worlds, the multiverse as it is. But yeah, that is our amazing cast of characters all here together. So I'm really excited to get started on this. So y'all ready to jump into the story? Never. No, I'm just kidding. Are we ever truly ready? Nah, <laughs> I'm ready as I'll ever be. All right, so. To begin, the Crystal City is a world between worlds on the ethereal plane, essentially connecting, essentially as a bridge between worlds. Many a time, an adventurer is in their own world, maybe out traveling in a far-off land and come upon an oddly placed large crystal. And upon interacting with it, they find themselves a gate to the Crystal City. This beautiful landscape of an ever-growing city where the skies are always clear, twinkling with the stars at night or the bright blues of the day. Being able to travel from one world to another, seeing far-off lands and learning so much about the world's we never knew existed. This city is bustling like any large city, with its shops and its inns, restaurants, schools, what have you. The city encircles a large crystal spire, a tower where the four high mages, the high council, so to say, resides. They come out every once in a while, just to make an appearance, but are seldom seen. They are essentially overseeing the city. No one really knows what they do, but they do something. Around the city, there are multiple residents. And for travelers, 
How one becomes a resident of the city is a mystery. However, the way they become residents is a bit more unfortunate. As we know, worlds and universes come and go. And when the, those worlds end prematurely, before the time set in fate, the residents return here to the Crystal City and become residents of this city. They are taken well care of, as their neighbors and friends all went through the same. Who knows if they'll ever make it back to their own time or their own world. But at least they can help the travelers along the way and help each other in this newfound land. Throughout the city, there are multiple places to stop, but probably one of the most popular places, especially for travelers, is a place called the Amethyst Inn. It is the most popular inn due to its hot springs that it has on site. It also has a bar and restaurant that is very well frequented and is a popular place and pretty reasonable priced place for travelers to stay. This is where we shall begin our story. As we look, and so our cast of characters are all either part of the inn or work out of the inn. So let's see what they're up to. So we're going to start with Seal. Seal, where could we find your character at this point? In the day. It's like midday, just a normal day. So at this point in midday, I'm probably out doing my rounds, looking for trash or food on the ground or anything any of the get anything the guests left to walk over and dissolve. Just very much looking forward to later in the day when I don't have to bother with this. As you are doing your cleanup duties, where about are you inside the inn or are you outside of it? Inside the inn, I'd say. Okay. As you are cleaning up, you, I guess you could almost say your boss, so to say, the person who has employed you, stops by and he's a bit of a portly dwarf that walks past he actually is about your height and give, takes a look at y'all and sees the trash and stuff that you've picked up floating inside your slime body slowly dissolving <laughs> slowly dissolving and he looks at you and goes question for you you ever fill up i, I haven't yet huh must be quite the appetite Yep. Keep up the good work. I'm surprised your kind isn't, well, making more of a mess than picking it up. Most oozes and slimes usually leave a trail behind them, but you're as clean as ever. Yep, yep, I try. He he looks at you, uh, and he's like, this, he goes, he sits back and... Out of you're one of the few like ooze slime plasmoid type creatures in this world, and so a few folks are a little bit taken aback with how to really interact because some of them 
Not sure about their sentience. You're one of the more sentient ones out there. <laughs> I imagine they're not prepared for words to come out of the slime. No. And your boss to be a very inquisitive one. Really the oddest questions you've heard from him. So whenever he comes to talk to you, it's always, you're, oh God, what is he going to ask now? But he, 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 at this point, he nods and says, and he tells you to keep up the good work. And he asks, what are your plans for the rest of the day after you're done with your work? I'll, I'll, I'll probably head back to the library. <sighs> Reading anything interesting? Tales, no, this and that. Oh man, there are a lot of tales out there. You know what? There is a really awesome tale that was recently reprinted that I think we got a book of. It's called The Donkey's Dream. The Donkey's Dream? Yes, it is. Believe it or not, for a movie that's talked about a donkey, it's actually, it's about a donkey who wants to become a... It is a beautiful tale. I definitely suggest you take a look at it. Thanks. Thanks. I'll definitely give it a look. He gives you, he goes ahead and gives you a pat on your shoulder? Head? I'm a blob, man. He gives you it's a all, pat. It's all one. It's all one. He doesn't know what he's touching, but he gives like a, gives you a little pat and continues amongst his business. Nice guy, nice guy. Cool. Let's move on to Steve. Steve, what is what are you up to at this point? What is what and what kind of job do you have at this end? Oh, the groundskeeper slash handyman, what have you. Jack of all trades, master of none. Mostly somebody just needs something moved or some leftover slime cleaned up. Um, the one that they call. I'm not really afraid to get dirty and just okay. I think at this on this specific day you're going to be on bellhop duty. Yeah. So you're you are probably helping folks up to their rooms with their bags. You you are currently helping a young woman up to her room. Who has seemed to brought an excessive amount of luggage. Almost as if maybe she is moving in. But not quite. Go ahead. I'm going to actually first roll the campaign. As you walk into the room, I'd like you to make a, a dexterity check for me. Let's go. First roll of the campaign. <laughs> I was going to say, uh, didn't I get to make the first roll the other night too? You did. So, yeah, actually. <laughs> Maybe this one would be better. And that would be an, an 11. Okay. As you walk into the room, the step into the room is a little higher than you expected. And you give a little stumble, but you're, you don't completely fall over. The bags that you're carrying all kind of shake. Like, you could hear... They're not all clothes. You hear little objects in all of these bags and as you stumble a little bit you hear from behind you the woman scoff with a, can't you be more careful that was from last spring's collection please do not spill any of that as she briskly locks 
past you with a little with a little dog in her arms. Uh, well, my most sincere apology. Sometimes I forget and just may stumble, but hopefully nothing's nothing is beyond repair. Should just buff out. Again, hmm. again, apologies. Yeah, yeah, we'll see. Maybe if you haven't such drab shoes, maybe you'd actually make that step more reliable. Put the blue ones over there and the green boxes into the closet. Thank you. Now I am gonna go take myself a bath. And she starts briskly walking off into the bathroom. After a couple moments, you hear the shower, the bath turn on as you are putting the bags away. As a fellow bellhop comes up with even more bags. This one is a lot younger than you and is very much huffing and puffing as he gets up to the the room sweating and is definitely very much less experienced than you. And he gets up there with the bags. He goes, how do you do this day in and day out? Considering what I used to do before I got here, this is just a cakewalk. <sighs> Living in, in the mine and breaking rocks, moving rocks, just carrying stuff around. It's luggage. It's not build up to it. Yeah. Yeah, I guess so. Some of these are as heavy as boulders. Jeez, who is this person? As she, he goes ahead and just drops the bags to the ground. You don't hear anything break as he drops them, but... Carefully tried to mask the sound of the luggage yeah. hitting the floor with some strategic coughing. <laughs> Good call. Good call. So, yeah. So you're just continuing to... to yeah, you have a quite a few trips back and forth to bring all this luggage up. So we'll leave you to that. Ambrose, what is your character up to at this point? So Ambrose is probably doing what he normally does when he goes on a lunch break is just go to the nearest library and just stick his head in some books. And you see him at this library just palming through pages. Oh, yes, quite interesting. This is ooh, this is very good. What kind of book are you reading, would you say? I would think Ambrose is probably this is probably one that he has read on multiple occasions, but he still likes to go through it. And it's just, I guess it's more of a almanac of the Crystal City, like its history and things like that. And just looking through it. Very cool. So as you are looking through it and reading it, an older gentleman approaches you and asks, Excuse me, I was curious, have you... I'm sorry to ask, but how much longer are you going to be with that book? I've been needing to do some research, and it is quite important. Some of the information there is quite important for me. Upon hearing this, Ambrose turns... Oh, sorry. I kind of get lost when I'm looking into these, these kinds of things. Closes the book, but uh, here you go. Apologies. Oh, thank you. Thank you. Curious. What makes you so interested in... This information. Nothing too extraordinary. I can mention you that. Just a connoisseur of facts and location and law. Basically anything written in a book fascinates my interest. Just trying to be more knowledgeable is all. Ah, 
If you're ever interested, I am giving a talk down at the university on some of the more unfortunate times of the city, if that would ever interest you. Not one to pass up any opportunity to learn, so sure, why not? He goes ahead and gives you basically this word's version of a business card with a little information of when the window lecture is. And he goes, I would... I'd love to hear about your opinions on the talk as we, as, as it happens, as a fellow historian, so to say. Oh, it would be my honor. <laughs> Wonderful. Yeah, I can see you enjoy that kind of stuff. No one really picks up one of these books just for casual reading. It was a casual reading at first, but then I became invested in it, so... Yeah. <laughs> Everything begins with a little curiosity. Just don't let it get the better of you. Thank you very much. I must go. And I look forward to seeing you there. Likewise, sir. I'll see you there. Awesome. And so you continue on with your break. Dorset. Or Dorset. How, how do you pronounce your character's name? Or are you choosing to pronounce your character's name? Leave Dorset. Say it again. Dorset. Dorset. Okay. So what is Dorset up to at this point? Dorset dabbles and works in a lot of areas. But when I have my will, when I have my choice, I like to work behind the bar. I'm not, I yearn for the fluids that flow back and forth from my planet. And it seems that behind the bar, in all its forms, these fluids they ebb, they flow, they create intoxicating gears that don't really intoxicate me for some reason. I get to be affected by them very much. But I do like to mix up a good cocktail for the people that come in. I've made friends with co-workers, and I have enjoyed myself immensely building connections with the people of this beautiful city that I just so happen to fall into. Awesome. So, as you are serving, as you are at the bartender, it's a pretty, it's midday, so there's not a lot of people, but there are a couple of regulars who are at the bar currently, quite a few drinks in, even for midday drinkers, we all know those, and they're just having a good, good old time, and the two more half-orcish looking figures that are dressed up more business-like, and they go ahead and they wave you down for as if they wanted to order another drink. Yes, I would like to offer my special midday. Very close to my heart, I call it the craft. It's not special today. It is sure to help you along your way and connect with the city of Michigan's or Ooh. Now that sounds like a good deal. We'll take two. And you know what? Pour one for yourself as well. Thank you very much. I think I, think I will um, not have a drink right now. I will make you a, a very nice, lovely drink. If there's anything else I can hear, I'd just like to talk. Or let me have your feeling for the day. Eh, it's been one of those days. Uh, we clocked out early. Been a long day, been a long week, ready to 
Just kick back for a bit. How about you? We've seen you here almost every time we come here. Hopefully, what else are you up to lately? I like the lighting here. It does. It casts upon me nicely, and I appreciate the company that comes in, including yourself, fine sir. You are all very interesting to me, and I love to hear your stories. There are plenty of stories around here, all right? There are... He goes, they go on to talk more about their jobs. As they drink more and more, it seems like they're starting to go in circles or <laughs> classic animated for no apparent reason. But you learn a lot. You get to see a lot of characters come through these bars. And through, through doing this, you've gotten to meet a lot of interesting people. We'll get to Kilt's character here in a bit, but I feel like the two of you have probably worked the closest together between the bar and what I'm going to assume Saute's role is in the kitchen. I'm just assuming we'll get to you here in a moment. <laughs> I make pretty good I make pretty good tips it seems too here, so that's something that's a nice feature of working behind. A couple oh, gold yeah. pieces here and there. Yeah, I think you make a pretty good penny when it comes to tips. Kythera, what are you up to? I think Kythera is... I think it's a slow business day. So Kythera is got a probably an office upstairs that they rent out and uh, as a private investigator. So they're, they've got clients coming in and out. But at the moment, it's very slow, so nobody's there. So Kythera is observing organics. They're sitting outside of their office in a chair. There's a little hovering like smoking device, but they don't really smoke, but it's just like there wisping around and holding a stopwatch in front of them. And somebody comes out of the lavatory and they click the stopwatch and they make a little note in their book. Interesting. <laughs> With your character not really seeing much in terms of organic people, I can see how interesting, but it's also, huh. So as you are sitting, sitting there observing, you receive a knock on your door. I'm outside the door, so... I'm... Oh, you're outside the door, sorry. Yeah, I'm uh, watching the hallway in the bathroom. <laughs> oh, yeah, 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 I would say an older woman approaches you and comes up and goes, It's our bathroom that tends to have the line. Is everything okay, good sir? Or, sorry, is, it's, is everything okay? Oh, yes, sitting outside my office and to observe the world around. Ah. Oh, you're the owner of the investigative office here. Correct. Correct. Kithra, a private investigator. Are you uh, looking for me? No, not currently, but you've actually helped a family member of mine a while back find, find her brother. They got lost in the city a while back. The Tacomos. Oh, yes. Interesting case. Yes. It's hard to get lost in a department store, but he managed it. Yeah, it's... It's tough. It's... Not a bright one, that one is. When... Well, one sees all those shiny crystals, they just get mesmerized. Yeah. I hope I don't have to call upon you, but... I do hope that, let's just say, your assistance is very much appreciative around here. And I look forward to working with you if we, if need be, which I hope doesn't come to pass. 
I'm sorry, I'm trying to figure out the right way to say this. <laughs> you can uh, be as direct as you like. I don't quite understand the need to dance around things. Essentially, I appreciate the work you do, but normally when your work is needed, it's for unfortunate situations. And oh, yes. needing your work would mean an unfortunate situation has befallen me, which I hope doesn't happen. But that doesn't mean you get, but that means you don't get work. But I do hope you get work. But I hope it's not for me, because does that make sense? I believe I'm understanding where okay. you're coming from. Okay. Any, anywho, I hope you have a good rest of your day. Now, if you'd excuse me, and she goes, turns, and goes to walk into the lavatory right behind he her. Turns this, clicks the stopwatch. How soon before the door closes do you click it? Like, as soon as they go in. I spoke my drink, but not that much. Hold on a second. I'm gonna see if she ends up hearing it click. <laughs> Good ears. Nope, she doesn't. She just walks in there, not even noticing. Alright, and then we cut to saute. Our dish acolyte. Dish pit acolyte saute. What are you up to, my friend? So the dish pit saute Acolyte Saute is in the kitchen of this inn, prepping and inventorying and making things right in the kitchen and taking orders out as needed with this boisterous Hi food for you, hungry fellows! Dropping it down. Eat hearty! And he smacks the table and walks back in and By the saints, this flavor! Just you just hear just random shit out of the uh, out of the back and just him yelling, "Praise be to the saints! May his furiness come to you soon, young line cook. You're not a line cook yet, but maybe one day, myself included." I'll just say this: you, the bar is connected to the restaurant, and it's a pretty slow afternoon. So you're there with these two people getting drinks, and from across the restaurant, like, there are, like, two tables currently, and you just hear this boisterous voice coming from across. The folks that you're, like, serving to, it's it's a family of four of halfling that are there. Two children who are there just giggling and laughing at this grand performance that you've put on. The wife is, like... Clutching her pearls, was not expecting this early in her day to have such a boisterous reaction. While the husband's just sitting there, yeah, that happens here. And both of my records are like, God damn it. As you walk back to the kitchen, you are, you're met with the head chef of this, of the kitchen, Miss Naomi. You just don't know her as Miss Naomi. Or head chef Naomi. And she looks at you and goes, You always gotta bring the party everywhere you go, don't you, Saute? Of course, head chef! In the words of the Fury One himself, the party must go everywhere. But, head chef, don't you remember? Because he's somewhat dense. Remember, he's a relatively big himbo. He likes to think he doesn't know much. He thinks that all cooks are part of the order. Again, an idiot. <laughs> Great guy. Just stupid. 
He said, but chef, don't you remember? We must greet each of our guests with passion and fury with in what we cook and what we serve. We must be proud and we must be boisterous with it. You see her, she, she you see her just go, ah, yes, just like they say. And nothing better to show the passion in your cooking than to explain it for all to hear. But I think it's time for folks to also see from what they can taste from you as well. I might have an opening on our menu for a new dish. And I think I'm ready to have you come up with the next dish for it. The saints be praised! I will prepare you a most marvelous dish, chef! What did you have in mind? What did I have in mind? Huh. You know what? We, our city is known for its connection to different worlds. I want you to go out and find flavors from one of our connecting worlds. Actually, I know exactly where you can go. And she reaches into her pocket and produces a ruby key. And hands it to you. And it goes, this will open up the travel gate to, as you may have heard folks talk about the dancing market that is there. Why don't you head there and see what flavors they might have there that you can incorporate into your dish? I'm sure there's some really good exotic flavors. That sounds most excellent, Chef. I will savor every moment of this. It will be my pleasure. And forth I shall go! <laughs> walks off. You, as you just walk off to collect your traveling party, since you do, since, like I said, it is buddy system, you need to have at least one other person of your, buddy, of your travel party to travel with you. All six of them are allowed to come with you. <laughs> she just goes, peace and quiet. You just hear the background. Yes. <laughs> you, you just hear, don't come with me, brother. We must go get food. Who's guy whose name I forget? You must come as well. You might clean some stuff along the way. And literally, I'm just taking people. Like, even if Dorset's like arguing, I just grab him and just start. <laughs> I go to try and grab <laughs> Dakota's character, uh, whose name I always forget. Because... This is me being stupid. Be solid for a moment, Jello boy. <laughs> Just drag him along. I'll comply with. Pretend that you are succeeding in dragging me along. I got you. Thank you for humoring me. And yeah. I'm like, okay, we must go now and shoveling the, the two of you down the hall so we can go to the gate. With this key, we will get many great ingredients. We must get something savory for my master must lessons must be brought forth head chef has given me a great tasking and creating a new dish so i definitely need your assistance with the tastings outside maybe i can make a new drink a door set outside the wall you're going to the travel gate we are going down stand by <laughs> i'm also assuming you're grabbing everybody else too 
If I see someone along the way, I'm literally going to grab them by the collar and say, you're coming with me. We are going for food. I'm just imagining. Uh, yeah. yeah, I'm just imagining like Ambrose is walking down, reading a book, eating an apple, not even paying attention. And he just feels himself get grabbed, turns around, sees it's you and then goes back to eating apple and reading book and doesn't try to fight it. <laughs> He's just getting dragged along. Come now. Actually, now I want to hear from from Steve and from how does Saute find you? <laughs> As he's dragging the entourage behind him. You just see us get dragged. <laughs> like, just dragging hands. Be like, what's up, guys? Like, okay. in all honesty, they probably by now have dropped Dorset so that way Dorset can walk normally. Our, my the Jello boy, as I refer to him, uh, is probably like how, like, pretending to hang on, but just slowly going with. I got Mikey's character. She's being dragged by me he's still I, I will put out there i'm slightly over like a foot in in both directions like slightly <laughs> over a foot i'm tiny you're like a sub we must... you're like, <laughs> you're like a little, little sub like i just figured it's like a circle i'm like a okay. i'm like a little light blue circular <laughs> kind of foot gotcha. just sees just sees you just like leap. Do you want to ride and just hop onto the shoulder? No, no, I like the idea of being kicked around by. Like a like a soccer ball. Yeah, at one point I kick up and I start just juggling a little bit. Ah, this is great fun. Reminds me of the academy. Kick, launching them a little bit further down the road. <laughs> if we throw you against the wall, do you like a rubber ball? Yeah. <laughs> It's probably like one of those like mural splat. But, yeah, the only one I'm actually dragging is Mikey's character because that. But it's like that stereotypical. He's being dragged collar, and his heels are still touching the ground. You just see little dust trails coming up. Ambrose is used to this. He's, you know, what I'm just gonna pretend that things are still happening as he reads the book and eats an apple. I see like a conga of like folks who I have been assigned to through the city's sort of buddy system, heading somewhere. And I think Kathira just goes, interesting, and just stands up and follows them. So you don't have to drag me, but... Private dick, friend! Come! Because at one point someone told him he would... I why you call me that, but okay. It's just what I have been told you are! Now come, my friend, we must go get food. What is happening? Food. Food is... Fascinating. Yes, very much, good friend. Now let's go, us private dick. We are missing one. So where does he find you, Steve? Steve, he's coming back down the stairs from his uh, previous luggage scuffing incident. Very much trying to make sure and work on his footing so that he doesn't fall anymore. Because he's really not a fan of falling, being you know, dwarf and small to low to the ground anyway. And just as he, he comes down the stairs and just hears utter chaos, there's the slime guy being across the room. There's people being dragged by their shirts. And then just, we must have food. He's hungry. I'm hungry. So let's see what's going on. You just, he, you know, as he's dragging along, as you start singing, do to do to do Steve! Steve! Do 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 Steve! Come, Steve! Let us go! <laughs> Let us venture forth for food. Thanks. The have blessed us this day with preparing a new dish. 
Let us venture. We must go to this market I have been told about whose name I can't pronounce off the top of my head. Out of character moment. I really need to have that up. I will put the translations in the... I'll be sorry, not translations, the pronunciations in the chat for y'all. Yes, we must go to Ding Sing! <laughs> okay. As much as I know it's Ding Sing, I want to say Ding Sing because he's an idiot. <laughs> and he likes pronounce, mispronounce things. So we're going to Ding Sing to the cyber... Let us go. All the way around. Oh, the Samsung... Is we're going to Samsung Co. to the Ding Sing market. Ding Sing yes, market. I know. <laughs> Oh, yeah, that's right. You're an idiot. I'm not like, okay, so he's not like an idiot. He's average intelligence. He's just not the, like, he's a himbo. He wants to get the, he wants to, again, he wants to be a great chef, a great head chef of his order. So he's, he's like literally blinders, tunnel vision. We're going to get food. Happens to see one of his buddies, system buddies along the way and just creates a scene. Because it's, that's just the way it is. Wonderful. So, the six of you make it to what the city refers to as the docks. They look like your traditional seafaring docks. Each with these two curved crystal pillars. And each, each dock also has a pillar with what looks like a keyhole for say, the key that you've received. The crystals that are up are pretty dormant. You look out, you just see an endless sea currently. The crystals are transparent. They look more like lasting crystals right now. But you, the six of you, are standing there with at the platform with that control pad, right? That control dock right there. Okay, it's like, we... Ah, oh, we have arrived! Drops Mikey's character. He just goes... Uh not again. Well, you must stand on your own two feet, my good friend. Sticks the key and turns it. Now let us go. We have to acquire something savory. And we go. So as you enter the key and turn it, you see those glass pillars turn ruby. The same as the key. And as they turn, as they glow and start almost forming a portal between them. And almost as if it was part of the world in front of you, the dock, the wooden docks turn into a road. And beyond the portal, you see what appears to be a, a valley, which those of you who are familiar with the worlds beyond is Sabsung Ko. And down in the valley, you can clearly see the market. Lit up. You can see the neon signs from here. Even from here, you can hear the revelry from the area. And this portal drops you off about, I'd say about a quarter mile from the market. And as you get there, and curious about for that quarter mile that you're walking to the market, walking to the area, what are y'all talking about? What kind of conversations do you think y'all would have? Again, you are, I would want to say Dorset and Saute, your characters probably know each other the best. But the rest of you, it's pretty much familiarity. You're around the same areas. You probably know each other's names, but not much about each other. But what kind of conversations come up as you are walking there? 
Hey, CL. <laughs> and oh, to engage this, I would have jumped up into your arms where you have the book, like <laughs> on top of the book. Perfect. I was just, just like, so what do you think of this paragraph? <laughs> yeah, no, I, what are you reading? Nothing too interesting, just more about. So the book that he is reading is actually funny enough is like a little story is like a little storybook of some kind. He's just like reading about the local folklore and like the fairy tales that have been acquired throughout history. He's just like, I'm just that's what he's just reading. So what do you and he's just so what do you think of this? You can keep you can turn the pages through me. I can read. Looks at his hands, looks at CL, looks at his hands again. OK, sticks his hand and turn the page. <laughs> This isn't the first time. <laughs> what does it sound like when you stick your hand? Hey guys, welcome to our ASMR channel. <laughs> Please, no, never a, a slight tingling sensation in your hand. Tingly. <laughs> I slightly perk up from my head and thinking I have a familiar sound. <laughs> Wet sounds. <laughs> Sorry, continue. <laughs> Good lordy lordy. Any other conversations or shenanigans on your way as you're walking? So, so say, what drives you to find novel flavors? My dear, my good friend, Private Dick, what is we within the holy order of the saints of flavor? May they ever be in your flavor. We are providing for the masses what our job what our purpose is to provide sustenance to everyone and to bring forth the holy words of the saints to ensure that their flavors and their passages are brought forth from cookbook to paragon to child everyone must read from the holy cookbook and they must learn the flavors and embrace the passion of the food. Notice that when you make your spicy soup, that about a quarter of the people who eat it have to use lavatory within about 15 minutes. Only a quarter? Usually once we receive the holy spicy communion, everyone's in the toilet. And this is a good thing? It is a joyous situation for when your bowels are properly functioning. It means you are having a good digestive. And it's actually very well sought after within our medical communities from our world of fricassee. We are sought after for our spicy special bowls. You know what? I, interesting, because I must say the sounds that come out of that room... Don't lead me to believe that they are enjoying themselves. Oh, nonsense. They are most pleased. Everyone is always happy and excited when they come out of their Holy Communion. It is just a joyous time. And he's just proud as all can be. I could actually agree with Saute on this one. I eat a lot of leftovers from people around. It's all right. It's pretty good. Please tell me you haven't had anything within the last 24 hours of his. Probably. I pick up trash, remember? <laughs> Do you refer to what they leave behind in the toilet? No. What doesn't make it? No. <laughs> oh, I see. It's all new to me. Everything is experiencing a wonderful novelty, which I enjoy. Who would have thought that the beginning of this campaign would lead into a very excitedly conversation about bowel movements? Do you rem do you know who you invited to this game? 
You don't. You don't know me at all. <laughs> but Chris knows how four out of the six of the players are, so he should have known better. Five. <laughs> oh, five. That's right. I forgot. <laughs> My bad. I apologize. You knew when you said, hey, Kilt, can you do this? That there would be chaos. You didn't know how much. You didn't know what flavor. This one's going to be a little bit savory, a little bit spicy. And it, there's going to be, it's going to be a time. I, I see, I tried to warn you when I offered you this character. Because in worse, in bigger levels, he's going to get worse. Oh, I knew you were going to bring the chaos. I didn't think you were going to bring the poop chaos. Yeah, I just read the room. And I'm like, okay, this is where we're going. I mean, it's, it was my duty to continue the conversation. In more ways than one, apparently. Regardless of how shitty it got, yeah. it was Some important. Saute, nothing quite like Saute's cooking gives me a tingle as it dissolves. You know? <laughs> my young... Slime. Old thing. Slimy ball jello boy. His eyes are up here as I'm holding the book <laughs> with him on I it. I don't know how you... Do what you do, but I am pleased that you enjoy my food. It still weirds me out a little bit, but I like it. For those at home, I don't have taste buds. For the All best. right. Moving on. <laughs> Steve is like, what is happening? <laughs> Steve, Steve's trying to pretend he's, hey, we're just friends from work. I don't know what's going on. <laughs> he's he just back at the back of the line, just trying his best to not be associated with this walking chaos poop trail. Kithira, by the way. <laughs> yes! We love, oh, I, love I, it. I love it. Alright. As the sun dips below the horizon, the Dinsing Night Market twinkles to life, gradually igniting in what looks like a dazzling display of color and light. The smell of food carts filled with pot stickers, coconut desserts, spiced meats, sticky buns, and more drift amid the bright bouquets of glowing flowers and magical lights in the shapes of vendors' wares and whimsical mascots. Crowds of shoppers wander the stalls, drawn by the colors, the smells, the music... You enter the market, and it is very much a large maze of of stalls and sights and smells. And there are various different... There are different, not just types of food around, but people around. There are gnomes, kobolds, orcs, humans... Every, elves all across the all across the spectrum... And you have a little time to explore and see what's around. A few of the a few of the stalls that as you're walking around you find in Madame Culp's Silk, the Spicy Brothers, the Trusty Leek, Tienmo's Noodles, Vada's Otherworldly Goods, Vad's Lucky Amulets, and Zungun family seafood, as well as many others. So as you walk around, what kind of strikes your fancy? <laughs> I love that you just... Here we go. This is your moment, I'm sure. <laughs> it is. I have not prepared at all for this, so it's going to be mostly the cuff. I've been gestating in my mind. As soon as he enters the market and he takes his big, deep breath, 
drops to a knee. I thank ye, saints of flavor, for bringing me this bounty. Now I shall go forth and spread your word. And may the saints ever be in my flavor. Herod Chef. And he just starts marching towards Spice Brothers. The rest of you see during this that some of the patrons that are walking around stop and stare at what is going on. The shop stalls, on the other hand, are, eh, we've seen it many times before. <laughs> They're used to this, or they've probably seen other craziness. So Spicy Brothers, let me find them. They are run by, where is it? Yes, you, they are Kasim and V. Arun. And they are very eccentric lovers of all things spicy. I um, could stop after lovers. You could have. <laughs> <laughs> They're brothers. brothers. <laughs> anyway, so um, as you're saying, <laughs> yeah. As you get to their, as you get to their, as you get to their stall, large peppers on their sign. You also see a bit of a flyer. It appears at the center of the market. There are a bunch of market games, so to say. Just things to play, win prizes, have fun while in the area. They run a contest. They run a game called the Arun Family Pepper Challenge that is being held tonight. Otherwise, as you're looking through the stall, brothers aren't there currently. They're actually out preparing for the game, so they have a couple of their assistants working the stands. You're looking around and you see the stall how has spices, peppers, and a bunch of spicy dishes like cucumber fire smoothies and hot honey glazed hot chips. Definitely buying a bag of the hot chips. There. I go, shopkeeps, where are my favorite brother? Oh, they're not here. I will have to find them later. Shopkeeps, I am preparing a dish. I need curry powder. You see, the young gentleman behind the stall goes, Oh, yes, give me one moment. And he goes back into the boxes and pulls out three bottles of curry powder and hands them over to you. These are the type of flavors we have. As you can see, the darker the red, the more this hotter they are but i will say that the center one also has a bit of a sweet to it as well outstanding shopkeeper i will take all three for one shall become part of my new spicy soup for the holy communion and holy flow then this is one the one you say is sweet will definitely work well with my new dish that i'm working on it is an old recipe I used to have. It is a very delicious and creamy yet spicy savory dish. I shall be happy. And this third one I shall try anyways because I love flavor. Put it in my pocket. How much do I owe you, shopkeep? Oh, for all three, they are they are five silver apiece. Slams down ten. Enjoy! Thank you kindly. Walks off. Mine must now find whatever. Okay, for him, he's looking for rice. As he walks off, I'm gonna slide five more up on the. <laughs> he's a, he's a. As you slide him over five additional silver to cover, he goes. He's a lively one, isn't he? I'd as be interested. Slide nods. 
I'd be interested to see how he does in the challenge. Maybe you should convince him to compete. Oh, I think we can do that. I think we can do that. Speaking of that challenge, I think I would, as Dorset, I think Dorset would like to enter that spice challenge. Wonderful. What's happening later tonight, will they take as many contestants as as they can get, so you are all welcome to compete if you wish. It's a really fun little tradition that they have. That's what the prize is. The prize? Let's see. What is the prize? On the flyer that the prize... The prize is, I believe, you get, you basically get their entire, you get one of each of their peppers that they sell. The shopkeeps also run on, also, uh, renown that you can earn with the shopkeeps from competing in these games as well. So, as you are walking, so you said you're looking for more rice. Sorry, so I posted basically the current what I can remember off the top of my head of what I'm looking for in my notebook. Gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. Okay. So uh, basically, he's looking for something that, so that everyone else knows, he's looking for maple syrup, rice, chicken. He's already got the curry powder, so we're good there. And he's going to look for butter and flour and some heavy cream. So anything like that. Sure, yeah. So you're exploring and you hit a couple of the different shops. They have various staples that that you can get and as you are all walking to the next shop you hear you start to hear shouting rising over the sound of haggling shoppers and the sound of street food you hear a shrill voice cry out give it back you little thief you then hear a more panicked younger voice cry out no you're the thief! An instant later, a frantic kobold bursts from the crowd, clutching a sizable bunch of green onions, as a flustered gnome woman chases him. The As the kobold is running, I need dice. Can I eat him? Can I grapple eat him? I'm going to see <laughs> what happens here on a dice roll. Because... If this rolls a specific way, this is going to be Hold on. very entertaining. You get that ready, Dakota. I have a better idea. Yeah? You're still going to eat him, but he jumps back because he sees me, gets scared, jumps back, jumps into you. There's a d6. All right. Let's see. I've one, two, three, four, five, six. Ah! As he's running, the little kobold is looking back behind behind him, running away from the from the gnome woman. And because he wasn't looking, collides right in with Kythera. Oh dare you, young organic. Ugh. He basically just bounces off of you and falls to the ground. And a moment later, while the kobold is on the ground, the onion, the the gnome walks up and snatches the green onions out of their hands. The kobold stands up and you see the two, since they're both small characters, they're both now in each other's faces, just screaming at each other right in front of all six of you. Sorry, what? 
the kobold and the gnome are now arguing very loudly in each other's face. This could come to blows any moment now. Uh-oh. So, <laughs> over walk, well, marches, stomps, whatever you want to call it, saute, and goes, boom, young gnome lady, snatches up the onions, this will be perfect for my recipe. Oh my oh. gosh. Empress. Go ahead. Oh, oh no. Can I do an intimidation check? <laughs> what? Are you like, See, flexing your muscles? Yes, actually, because it's always he's always like flexing. Major so, Armstrong. Yeah. Okay, oh. all might calm down. Here's the thing. It would be persuasion normally, but this is saute we're talking about. He's very loud and very big. So if you transcribe that to smaller characters such as gnomes and kobolds, that would be very intimidating, wouldn't it? It would be. But is your action to basically try to grab the the green onions out? No, it's mostly just to grab the green onions, pick them everything up, and like, I wish to buy this. Gotcha. Go ahead and make an athletics check for me. This gnome is gonna this gnome's gonna take names. Hold <laughs> up Oh no. <laughs> you go to you just start reaching down at the green onions and it's almost like instinctual without even looking at you both of them go and just slap down your hand hard and go straight back to squabbling <laughs> oh no okay hang on ambrose is gonna go oh. <laughs> just smacks his fist onto the ground right in front of him behave saute here l- l- let me help you and just like comically tries Arr. to push him to the side and goes towards these two and, and leans into <laughs> and leans into both of them. It's just, hey, I know you are all in a heated moment and I want this moment to happen because everybody needs to work out their emotions and everything. But do you mind if we do this somewhere more, more private? You have like lots of eyes on you. Just saying. Make a persuasion check for me. Oh boy, that's going to be great. <laughs> no bonuses. Because why not? That's going to be a 12. Okay. As you say that... They start breathing. They stop talking and they start breathing heavily, just staring at each other very grumpily as they just stand up straight and begin to take a couple steps back from each other. Soon enough, you see another older kobold come up and comes in between the two of them, looks at the gnome and goes... That's enough, Lamai. You're behaving no better than our parents did, stealing from me and attacking my son. And of course, this ends up beginning a whole nother argument between the two of them. (laughs) You hear that the kobolds are accusing the gnome of stealing the onions from their seafood cart and knocking it over. You hear the gnome claiming that he saw the younger kobolds stealing the onions. These are rapid fire... Very outlandish indictments. They start talking about sabotage, fires, stealing, all sorts of crazy enough, and it just goes on and on. <laughs> so Ambrose is being as patient as he possibly can, but then starts to get impatient. DM, if you will allow me, I would like to cast Thaumaturgy. <laughs> and Okay. So Ambrose is going to cast Thaumaturgy, and using the big boom voice <laughs> effect, he just yells... With the thaumaturgy, enough! <laughs> Alright. So you just, with your booming voice, just shout, ENOUGH! The market 
goes silent with the exception of the sizzling food at the market. The gnome and the young kobold are looking at you with like white faces just shocked at what they just heard. The older one looks at you and goes, Oh, my apologies, didn't know y'all were standing there. You strangers look like capable sorts. I'm Kusa Zungun, proprietor of the market-famous Zungun family seafood. For a fish tycoon, you'll wish for Zungun. Help us deal with this scoundrel, and I'll make it worth your while. Without missing a beat, the gnome shouts, Scoundrel! You don't look like you're wrapped up in... He looks at you six and goes, You don't look like you're wrapped up in market politics. I'm Lamai Tianmo. Help me figure out what's going on here, and I'll give you a lifetime supply of delicious noodles from Tianmo Noodles. Both women turn back towards each other again, and the quarreling begins anew over... But this time over what they will offer you to help them. You hear them say, yes, they say, I'll give them 10 gold if they help us. The other goes, I'll give 20 gold, 30 gold. And it starts going and going. How high does it get? It doesn't matter because Saute will ruin it because all he wants is food. Sooner or later, he's going to go, again, he's going to put his foot down, so to speak, and be like, Tenders! I wish to purchase those! Sate, I know this might be new for you, but you never come in between two women fighting. It only gets worse. Trust me. Trust me. What? Here, group huddle. <laughs> Just rings everybody in. So, they're both, they're basically both offering about a hundred gold piece reward and basically lifetime supply of free meals at their cart. The choice is yours of which one do you want to align align with with the kobold, which is which one was the kobold, which is seafood. the Zungun family seafood, or with the gnome, which is Tianmo noodles. They said that their stall got knocked over and then it was like stolen, right? They're you both claiming your... each. They're both claiming that each other are stealing and sabotaging each other. Maybe we should investigate this first before we make a decision. <laughs> Let's do it. <laughs> you know what? Have fun. I'm gonna go do the thing. Does anyone want to keep an eye on Sate, or do you think he'll be fine? He'll be fine by himself, right? Somebody come get her. He's about to buy us. <laughs> oh no! Good. We trust you. Ah, <sighs> all right. So are y'all? So some of y'all, y'all sticking around? Are you gonna choose who to align with, or are you deciding to just not get involved? We'll investigate. We want to get involved, but we don't want to take a side quite yet. Actually, should we tell them that we want that we're here to investigate? Why don't you tell one of them and I'll tell the other one? Or hear me out. We should have our actual private investigator, since he is official, to make it a more convincing argument. An argument for what? They're both offering the same price. I don't know. Be your charming self and convince them to let us investigate and then we'll make a decision. Very well. I approach the feuding. Oh, before you do, my friend, puts a hand on your shoulder. Just know, I believe in you. And I cast guidance on you. Okay. <laughs> Listen, ladies, I think it's probably in the best interest of everyone if 
we come to some sort of mutual understanding of what is happening here, a truth that we can all agree upon. I am actually a private investigator, so I am specialized in these sort of activities. Do you see, as you mentioned that, their eyes go wide of, oh, then the kobold goes, oh, then you could, you can prove that this woman has been sabotaging my business this entire time. You hear the gnome shout back, sabotage? You're the one that is constantly stealing from my cart and making those obscene foods. No, no, ladies, no, I don't prove one way or another. I just get down to what is true. So, I'm not going to make a contract with either one of you. But, I'm going to find out what's true. Alright. Show you your, our truth is right in the end. And the kobold also goes, yeah, we'll prove that you're just a bunch of scoundrels here in this market. Thank you, kind person. I'm sure you're, you and your cohorts will come to the truth eventually of course and seeing as you're both willing to pay a hundred i think it's fair that eh, we could probably call it 150 75 from each of you uh, deal. deal they both agree they both agree to you they look at each other scoff about face each other and walk off you get there this air around it that Sure, they agreed, but they both are under the impression that they each have hired you personally. <laughs> so, may, yeah. may come time to pay, it might not be as easy as what we just said. Yes. So, the shopkeeps and the vendors start going back to their business. They begin dispersing when another vendor comes out from the crowd to you all. This human is wearing a flashy green shirt and has a high collar with gold filigree trim designed to look like hot peppers. He smiles sh while shaking his head as he approaches you and introduces himself. He goes, it's never a dull moment around here with those two. M my name is Kasima Rune. I'm one of the owners of the Spice Brothers stall. I own the stall with my brother V. It's unfortunate that those two can't get along. So, you've come to enjoy the market? Is he addressing anyone in particular? He's talking to the six of you as a group. I wandered off. Remember, I went to go look for ingredients. You did. I would and so say... Did yes. So that way I had someone to watch me. I would uh -huh. say, as you're exploring, you're still at a... You're still... The two of you are at a stall close by, so you can hear all this going. Um, So you're, you're like, passively hearing about what your party is going on into, but you're concentrating on the food, picking up all the ingredients that you need. But to the rest of you, he asks, so you've come to see the market. Correct. More or less, a friend of ours came here looking for something specifically. Oh, well, what exactly? Being here for a numerous amount of years, I can point out where where everything is. I'm going to turn, and I'm going to point with a little slime hand down the street at the chaos I am sure they are causing. Ah, uh, certainly. I'll go ahead and 
Look, you know what? They look pretty busy right now. Here. And he produces a small hand-drawn map of the uh, fairgrounds. If Dope. this will let me actually save it and give it to you. And you can see that the fairgrounds are in pretty much a circular in a circular way with the event grounds where the games that you've heard about are are occurring in. He points out a few of the other shops. He says, those are, he goes, those shops are probably the most notable around here. The rest are all local vendors selling many of the same staples and foods. I definitely encourage you to, to check out as much as you want here at the market and but i know the, the market games may seem like a distraction but they really are just a vapid tradition created to provide cheap thrills so i personally would say just avoiding them altogether but i hope you all have a nice evening. I would just say, just stay away from any vendors that give the market a bad name. And he goes to walk away. Mm. Mm. I've got a job to do. Okay. So I'm assuming y'all are going to go about investigating. Yes. Although, I'll be honest, I would be far more interested in seeing the city and what's around and the stalls and the games than actually paying attention to the investigation. <laughs> Alright, go. Bro, I'm with you. This is our adventure. That's where my head's at. This but is our squad. I'm more interested <laughs> everything else. Cool. So, you go ahead and you visit... You visit one of the shops. One of the normal bands... Go ahead and make... If you're investigating one of the shops, go ahead and make an investigation check. Just to see if you see anything out of the ordinary. Oh, boy. That is a 70. All right. Okay, so that is going to be a 16. Okay. Anyone else investigating? Probably not with the 6 that I just rolled. <laughs> nope. No, you're not. I'll tell you what, I'll give it the good old college try, but a disadvantage, I got you. I think, Casey, you <laughs> said you're investigating as well. You're muted. Oh, no sound. <laughs> I can't hear you. <laughs> you're muted. Oh, yeah, we couldn't hear you. <laughs> nope. Nope. Is it possible he's just moving his yep. mouth? <laughs> <laughs> he's just <fucking> with us? <laughs> no, I don't think he... He would do that. <laughs> yeah. If you want to try to leave and come back... It might help. In the meantime, anyone anyone who got above a 14 on their investigation, yeah. as you're looking around, you you don't really discover anything unusual except for a few persimmon peels that are around. And Hold as on, you investigate Google persimmon. Yes. And you find that they are located at a few different shops. They're lovely little things, whatever they are. And it, this is unusual. This is a. This stands out. Are you gonna invest? I'm assuming you're looking into those peels a little more. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> Essentially, oh yeah. Essentially, you. Yeah, you see a lot of these peels. However. There are no stalls that sell them. 
sell persimmons. It's unusual. Aha. Uh-huh. I don't know what this means, but aha. Uh-huh. <laughs> Elementary, my dear. Ambrose. <laughs> no, I have no idea. I will pick one up, I guess. All right. Put it in my pocket. Yeah, it looks like someone has been peeling persimmons and eating them, so... Yeah. Anything else as part of your investigations around? I would think we would go to... We would start with one of the stalls of the grieving parties. Okay. Who do you want to start with first, Kuso or Lamai? Lamai. Lamai. All right. So you're so you head up to to the stall, and she is there. You could see that she she is the gnome woman. This is the seafood uh, or the noodle one? This is the noodle one. The noodle one. She has a gigantic walk as she's making another set of noodles. You hear her kind of mumbling to herself, like pretty angrily upset about what happened. Go ahead, I guess, what do you say? Or what do you ask? Sure, and I go up to her and I say, What can I call you, ma'am? I'm Kathira. Oh, Lamai TMO. Lamai. Yes. When did all this start, this grievance between you and the noodle people? As far as, as long as I've been alive, our families have... They have been a nuisance to my family ever ever as far as long as I can remember. We see. And has anything changed recently? Not really. Dave's just been stealing and sabotaging as usual. Just another day. What reason do they have to sabotage you? Jealousy. They know we're at a more popular stand. And have they had an impact on your business. Besides, you didn't buy more ingredients that they've stolen. Not really. Was but it Was it this woman's... This These are the gnomes, right? These are the gnomes, yes. Okay, the so gnomes at the noodle stand. So it was the, uh, the child of the other proprietor who was being accused. Yes. Is he typically the one who steals from you? Oh, most of the time, he's the faster one of that family, but sometimes her mother might sneak in every once in a while. Why don't the police do anything about this? She it, she goes, they have no interest in this. They don't see anything strange. It seems to be just quarreling between the two of us. Doesn't affect anyone else, so they just let us fight. Okay, I think uh, I'd like to... If you allow me, make an insight check to see how, like, this lady being honest with me. Sure. That's wonderful. That's an eight. Okay. Pretty much everything that she is telling you is what she believes to be true. Okay. And uh, one last question. Do you like persimmons? I mean, they're a very tasty fruit. Not one you can really find around here, so we're lucky if we get traders through that can that will sell them, but usually we all just use them for our own foods and not really for selling. Interesting. And where do you get them from? Nope, there are just sometimes there are traders that come through that are just trying to sell their own wares. We're selling a lot of our stuff, but we gotta eat too. Why wouldn't you use them in your recipes? I have an old family recipe. We don't need them. I'll turn back to the other ones. I have no clue. 
perhaps the other stall will be more forthcoming. Maybe. I wonder, though, how about this? Why don't you go ask the other vendor involved in the spat? And I'm going to see if I can find any information from any of the other vendors that are not those two. Maybe give us a third insight into this, because obviously they hate each other. <laughs> As you say that, Ambrose, oh no, Lamai kind of has a little chuckle and goes, <laughs> good luck with that. Essentially says, you're outsiders. They're not gonna. They're not gonna give up information that easily to just some random. Oh my God, going on. They like to keep to themselves. What's in the market stays in the market. That kind of stuff. Hmm. This is an interesting development. So then, my dear, lovely lady, how would we go about to be seen as less of outsiders? Is the term you used. Pretty easily. You gotta get a reputation around here. And how would we do that, per se? Honestly, the easiest way is to play in the market games. Again, they might seem like all fun and games, but for us, it's a prestigious opportunity. Even if the winners are temporary, they tend to become minor celebrities around here. For the moment. That is an insight. It looks like that we seem to have found somewhat of a way in. Boy. <laughs> we have an excuse to go play games. I guess so. Just looks at gets everyone and says, Hey guys, we're gonna go play some games. Playing games in our games. <laughs> yeah, I'm gonna slink out and go look for tavern games hearing that or the festival games hearing that. So I'm assuming you're gonna gather everyone, even your young your eccentric chef friend to check out the games. Yeah, yeah, yo, Steve, we're gonna go play some games. Make sure that you get saute and bring them along with us. Let's do this. So, you head to the event grounds and three large tents. One is, as you saw on the flyer, the Arun Family Pepper Challenge. On another stall, the Battle Prawn Challenge, which is hosted by Sid Squid of the Trusty Leak. That one is a cooking competition. And the last one is... Chate. Cooking competition. <laughs> and then the last one is the hide and seek challenge, which is hosted by Madame Culp Silk. The first one, the pepper challenge, is just like a spicy food eating thing. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, it's good. I'm gonna go do that. Okay. Do we divide oh. and conquer? <laughs> we have enough time that y'all could it's a definitely enough time where y'all could participate oh. in all three together. Or as much as the games will allow y'all to participate together. Teamwork. <laughs> the dream work so it's a night the night falls on the market and the event grounds come to life as folks prepare for the night's event that is where we're going to call it for an evening oh man <laughs> uh, next time we'll play some market games see how see if you can gain some notoriety around the market and See if that helps you find out more information about this little quarrel that these two are having. Find out but what it, happens when Kathira puts peppers in their mouth hole. <laughs> yeah, yeah. How does that work? Because you're, oh, you're a robot. Oh. I don't have taste buds. <laughs> yeah, it seems like you have maybe a bit of an advantage. 
Could be. Even yeah. as a robot or a slime, you still have constitution. That's true. That's true. They, they could still have some, <laughs> some kind of effect on you. All right. So next time we meet, we'll be checking out the games and finding out more about what the frick is going on in this, this night market. But thank you all for listening and watching us here on the Crystal City. Be sure to like, comment, subscribe. Let us know what you think. Who is your favorite character? Who do you think is the culprit? What kind of dishes is Saute cooking up? Or what do you want him to cook up? You know what? That'll be a fun, fun little comment then. What dish do you want Saute to make next? <laughs> oh no, I'm just doing this side. <laughs> oh, you know it's that's gonna happen. Grilling with Saute. Oh, oh I fully God. expect you to be playing in the cooking competition, by the way. I didn't know there was a cooking competition. I knew about the spiciness. Bitch, pay I mean, attention! I was explaining it in three games! There was a very important thing going on their phone. <laughs> there is the three there are three market games. One of them is a cooking competition called the Battle Prawn Challenge. Yeah. So. I expect has prawns in it? I don't know. But. Yes. Gigantic prawns. Anyway. Nice. Folks, I will catch you all next time here on Vibe Tribe, here on the Crystal City. This is Riku, your dungeon master, and we will catch you all next time. Later! This has been a Vibe Tribe production. Remember, take care of each other, love one another, and as always, keep those good times rolling. We'll see you next time.